You've probably heard me talk about my dog, Jackson. He's my baby boy. And as he's gotten older, he's gotten really finicky about eating. He used to get so excited about food, he'd literally spin. Well, not anymore. In fact, I often have to spoon feed him to get him to eat. Well, no more. Not since we started feeding him fresh food made with whole ingredients, backed by veterinary science. It's Nom Nom. Now, I actually tried making food for him myself. I'd cook up big batches of chicken or beef with vegetables and rice or potatoes. But without knowing what I was doing, he wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals he needed and certainly not in the correct balance. That's all changed now with Nom Nom. Go to trynom.com, T-R-Y-N-O-M.com slash Nicole. They'll ask you some questions about your pup and tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them to you. By using my special URL, trynom.com slash Nicole, you'll get 50% off of your first order, plus free shipping, and it's a great way to help support this show too. Again, that's trynom.com slash Nicole. plus Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. The following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. Wait a minute. Do you still think politics is boring? Well, not when you can say fun words like cacus. Yes, it's fun words like cacus and more. With the intellectual, intersexual, and intersectional. Nicole Sandler on NicoleSandler.com. Today I heard some maggots say Republicans are quite okay and claim to be the party of Abe Lincoln. Saying Democrats back in the day were the ones who made the KKK. I wonder what these people have been drinking. It's new for them to talk that way. We know who led them all astray, normalizes things that are abnormal. He's a star, so he can do whatever he wants, and when he's through, he'll simply tell you all that it's quite normal. He bragged about sexual assault, they cheered him on, it's not his fault, they claim he's free of guilt and just a victim. They'll hold position on that stance, that dangerous, deadly game of chance, they'll cling forever to that hopeless dictum. Republicans are clinging to a guy who tried to stage a coup and says the Constitution should be tossed. Wants to throw out the results, attacking with his gross insults, unable to accept the fact he lost. Willing to toss democracy for a loser, deadbeat wannabe, clinging to a losing proposition. Constitutional protections can't protect the insurrections or the ones engaging in sedition. May 9, 2023 will sure go down in history, the first time that a president was liable. For sex abuse and defamation, ugly scar upon the nation, apparently defended by their Bible. Handcuffed by the simple math, 25% show on the graph comprising those who think he was defrauded. A Republican majority is just too blind to ever see he lied to them and then they all applauded. A testament that we're so free we can make up reality and purposefully create a misperception. 
the truth can't force them to comply. They turn their eyes up to the sky and say that God approves their self-deception. Today I heard some magas say Republicans are quite okay and claim to be the party of Abe Lincoln. Abe would surely be dismayed to see the ghastly mess they maybe wonder what these people have been drinking. They didn't used to talk that way, how did they go so far astray? They've normalized the things that are abnormal. Now they're all stars, so they can do whatever they want, and when they're through, they'll explain how it is all quite normal. Normal. The Parody Project. That is Don Karen. Usually, he in his videos, he's usually dressed up in different outfits, and he's on the screen a few times. This time, it's just him singing. And I, I don't know. He's gotten quite prolific lately, re- releasing multiple videos in a week. I hope he's okay. Um, <laughs> of course, my mind goes to the darkest place. Welcome to my world. Anyway, hi. Welcome to a Thursday. <laughs> PMW Treehugger says, wow, James Carville's looking better. Did he have worked on to make him less lizard heady? Yeah, not James Carville, but I get the uh, the reference there. So uh, it's Thursday. Howie Klein will be along in a little while, and there's lots to talk to Howie about. In fact, yesterday when I was talking to Digby and we were talking about um, – Diane Feinstein, Oy, her story just goes from bad to worse. Um, Jackie, who, who is in the chat room a lot of times under Blue America, a, a lot of people think that's Howie because um, he runs the Blue America pack. But Jackie works with Howie, Digby, and John Amato, who are the people behind Blue America. Um and and she was the one who was in the chat room saying that back, you know, Howie Klein uh, spent those years uh, in San Francisco. I, I, I've told you this story before, but we met God, over 30 years ago already um, in Los Angeles when I was living there and doing music radio. Howie was the president of Reprise Records, and I worked at a very adventurous music station, and so you know, he would bring us new music all the time, and that's how we got to know each other. He left. He he retired from Warner Brothers back in, I think it was like 2000, when the AOL-Time Warner merger happened, and they offered a lot of executives, you know, payouts, early retirement. And Howie was smart. He saw the writing on the wall, and he left. Um, and he immediately pivoted into progressive politics, putting all his energies here. So years later, when I made the move from music radio to uh, dealing with politics and, and, and progressive talk, um, we reconnected. And when I was on Air America, I think is when Howie started coming on the air with me. And it's been over a dozen years or so that he's been doing a weekly segment with me. Anyway, Jackie... In the chat room yesterday, when I was talking to Digby, we were talking about Diane Feinstein. She mentioned that Howie was friendly with Harvey Milk. You see, before he went to Reprise Records, he was up in San Francisco. He ran his the 415 Records, which was his label. He worked at Sire Records. We talked about Seymour Stein not too long anymore. Um, P- PNW Treehunger says, quote, very adventurous radio station. Do those exist anymore? 
No. Aside from maybe a small handful of them, usually down at the left end of the dial, which is where the non-commercial stations are. You can find you can find adventurous stuff if you go all the way to the left end of the FM dial. Anyway, anyway, so I will ask Howie, uh, uh, thanks to a suggestion from uh, Jackie, what what Harvey Milk thought of Diane Feinstein? Because did you hear the latest? Um, Oh, damn, I closed the window. But, you know, well, I played you the clip yesterday. Let me just share this again, because I can never hear, hear it enough. We had heard reports that a reporter from the LA Times um, had an exchange with her as she was getting into the elevator upon her return to the Senate. And we know Dianne Feinstein had been out for like three months. We know she had a apparently a wicked case of shingles, which are nasty anyway. And um, But apparently it was worse than that. So she just returned this week to the Senate. And the reporter asked her, well, here. How are you feeling since you've oh, returned? I'm feeling fine. Yeah. I have a problem with the leg. The leg? Yeah. What's wrong with it? Well, no, nothing. Nothing? It's anyone's concern. Okay. But mine. Um, what has the response from your colleagues been like? What have the well wishes? What have you heard? What have I heard about what? About what? your return. How have they felt about your no, return? No, I haven't been gone. Okay. I haven't been gone. Um, you should follow me. I haven't been gone. I've been working. You've been working from home is what you're saying? No, I've been here. I've been here. Um, I've been voting. Um, please, I've been either know or don't know. Either you know um, or you don't know. What do you say know. to uh, Californians like Ro Khanna who say you should resign? I wish, I wish I could make out what her response was there. She, you know, look, it's sad, but it's a reality. We all get old. Some people, old age affects more than others. I had a run-in with somebody on, you know, uh, I'm on, well, not anymore. I was on this email list with some, you know, progressive political people. And the owner of the list happens to be an old guy, I guess he's just turning 80, so he's not that, he's not Diane Feinstein old. But um, I'm going to just tell you what happened because it made me crazy. And you know what, I, I'm, I, <laughs> I share way too much information with you guys anyway. So here it goes, because um, I'm not on this list anymore because I, I, I left. But um, he, he, this man, he's been on the show before. He actually moved to France. Because, you know, he's obscenely wealthy and could afford to, so he cut and ran. Um, anyway, he, he's one of those people who feels the need to tell everybody else uh, what he believes, <laughs> you know, that he's always right. He's one of those people who's always right. He's, he was an attorney. He was a civil rights attorney, which is how he earned his, for- well, made his fortune. I want to say earned, uh, made his fortune. Anyway, so he goes on this list and proclaims that he had he had gone to see Springsteen in Paris. And um, I, 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 I've deleted his email, so I can't quote it directly. But it was along the lines of, 
the guy can't sing, he can't play, he can't write music. He's a, you know, he's a poser is basically what he said. And that after 40 minutes, they left. And he went on to just say, the man just makes bad music. Now, you know me, I'm always up for an argument, but that's a pet peeve of mine. I spent many, many years in music radio where I'd have to answer the phones and people would always say, well, not always, some people would say, this song sucks. And I would have to say, well, no, maybe you don't like the song and that's a legitimate beef. You you know, music is subjective. Everyone has their own opinions. You might not like it, but it's, you know, you can't say it's not that, that it sucks. You don't like it. That's fine. But you can't say it sucks. There are redeeming qualities here or wouldn't have made it this far. Wouldn't have gotten on the air. So this guy starts mouthing off. And the thing is, it had nothing to do with Springsteen. This is a guy who doesn't take anybody else's opinion about anything. For He knows everything. You know those people. He reminds me of the orange former guy. Narcissist. This guy's a narcissist. And he just kept digging in deeper. When I said I gave my line, it's like it's like I used to tell people who called the request line. It he doesn't suck. He doesn't make bad music. You don't like it. That's fine. But don't say it sucks. You know, you don't have standing to say it sucks. And then he starts in with I used to play guitar and I was never more than mediocre, but I'm better than him. <laughs> And he kept going, and so I kept goading him because that's what I do. So I did LOL. Um, You know, I was trying to make light, and he just kept digging in deeper. He is, uh, um, this man is losing it. And, you know, he just kept digging himself deeper. And then he said some really ugly things directed at me. He called my husband a loser. I'm like, I can't believe what I'm reading here. You, You know, And so I just, I'm like, all right, I'm done. Bye. Have a nice life. I'm out of here. The moral of the story is, you know, you have to allow for other people's opinions. Not everybody is going to like the same thing, but to say something sucks. And, and then he starts challenging me. I gave you evidence that he's, that he sucks and you didn't do any, it's like, It's subjective. It's an opinion. You know, I'm not playing this game. Go away. But it just just showed me how petty people are. You know, yeah, I love how people that don't create anything criticize everything. Yeah, it's true. So it's just been a frustrating thing. Uh, I tried to point out what a hypocrite the guy was. The sad part about it is... Again, this is a man with a lot of money. And there are a lot of people on that list who I guess hope that this man will donate to their cause. And so they were afraid to challenge him or to to rub him the the wrong way and get on his bad side. So these people fawn all over him. I'm so disgusted with people who are ostensibly the good guys. Anyway, that's that's my latest frustration. But more than that, sorry, I went off on a tangent there. It has no no bearing on anything other than pissing me off.
<laughs> and yes, Lauren, you're right. The boss live in concert is awesome. Oh, he's like, we were bored. The only person in history to be bored at a Bruce Springsteen concert. <laughs> I swear to God. Anyway, anyway. Um, look, I, you know, yes, we disagree. And there are times that I might tell you you're full of shit. But I, you know, the only time I'll really shut you down is if you come at me and say something is fact when it's not fact. In that respect, you're as bad as Donald Trump, as is this guy. If if you're wondering who I'm talking about, you might recall it was a couple years ago, maybe maybe only a year ago. This guy I invited on the show because he went on this list and proclaimed. That there is going to be a massive blue wave that the that the Democrats are going to just run away with everything in the 2022 elections. We actually did pretty well. Funny thing is, he backed off on that before the time came because, you know, then there was all this talk of a red wave. Yeah, just I'm sorry. I, I, I need to move on. So let me move on. I started recording Handmaid's Tale this morning. Um. I'm watching, earlier this week, we saw the, the North Carolina state legislature override the governor's veto of their, I think it was a 12-week abortion ban. Well, there was one vote shy of a, um, a Republican supermajority where they could override any veto by the governor. And one so-called Democrat in the North Carolina state legislature actually changed parties. She left the Democratic Party to become a Republican and gave the Republicans the supermajority vote to override the governor's veto and put this abortion ban into um, into um, uh, it made it you know over. Sorry, I'm looking at a, at a, 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 a chat message that I got to get to. Stop me in my tail. Um, uh, you know, so so that now the legislature with this democrat, so-called Democrat turned Republican, who just got elected, by the way, um. They were able to override the governor's veto, and North Carolina has a 12-week abortion ban. It's astounding how that person can get, and yes, me too, Diane Russell said, wonder how much money involved to get her to switch parties. Good question. Um, quick aside, Linnell in the chat room says, is, is it not that dude's subjective opinion that Springsteen sucks? Yes, but he wasn't stating it as opinion. He was stating it as a fact and, and trying to lay out evidence that Bruce Springsteen has no talent. So if, if all he would say is, I don't like the guy, I don't, I don't like his music, I don't like... If he had stated it in the form of an opinion, I would have had no problem. I would have told him he's got bad taste, but, you know, that's all. But you can't present something as fact... When it is not. And that's my problem. And music is subjective. You can say you don't like something. You can't say it's bad. Unless you happen to be, you know, unless you have standing. Right? We've learned a lot about standing when it comes to court things. You have to show that you have some skin in the game. That you have the, 
the 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 legitimacy, the bona fides to make that pronouncement. Anyway, yes, I wonder what was promised her for switching parties too. So then I saw this map. I don't know, some one show had up a map of all the states that have these 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 Neanderthal abortion laws on the books now. And it's it's almost, I mean, it's it's a lot of red on that map. And it was like in the south, southeast, the only not red spot there was South Carolina. So what does South Carolina do? Comes in and passes a six-week abortion ban. Gloria, uh, you're right. See, I don't like Ted Nugent either. I, I, I don't think he rocks. And his music and politics do suck. And I can say that because I am standing. All right, I'm moving on. I'm not even commenting anymore. I I was on my soapbox and I was self-righteous and he was wrong. And I say it because I believe he's suffering from dementia and is, you know, (laughs) is uh, going off the deep end. Anyway, anyway. Um. so, you know, we're sitting here watching everything going on. Uh, I started recording, reading The Handmaid's Tale. And, you know, I saw somebody made a, a mention a few minutes ago that they couldn't watch it. Uh, they couldn't read it, couldn't watch it. Um, and and uh, I lost that comment here. But um, I know how you feel because, you know, when I never read the book before, so I'm, I'm you know going to read it now but the when it first came on hulu start made a tv show out of it and <clears throat> only the first season it corresponds to the book the, the the subsequent four seasons i guess there's a fifth one coming up um you know just built on it and and continued the story even though margaret atwood didn't write it so this book only deals with, I guess, or the first season only is, is corresponds to the book. We'll find out as I get through it. But when I started watching it, Donald Trump had just come into office and this was all so real. And I, I, I didn't handle um, the times well. I, I, I had a real uh, mental break. I, I was just very, very... Um, disturbed and upset by it and fell into a deep depression. I know here I am again, but here we go. I couldn't watch it. It was too disturbing. It was too scary. It was too close to home. So I left it alone for a couple of years and then I went back to it and um, I went back to it and uh, I got sucked in and it's brilliantly done and it is scary it is frightening and i'm not even saying like it's the best book ever and that's the reason i'm reading it the reason i'm reading it the reason i'm turning it into a podcast that will launch hopefully next week i started recording today is because the the line i keep hearing is well that can't happen here let me tell you something it's already happening here we have doctors who will not treat women who are suffering um, from, you know, failed pregnancies, who have 
unviable fetuses growing in them, or in some cases dying in them, the doctors, for fear of being prosecuted, for fear of being sent to prison, will not help these women in distress until they develop sepsis or get so sick that they're at death's door. And even then, some doctors, and I use the term loosely, will not help um, for fear of losing their freedom. Gilead is here. We have people, just look at any Republican in Congress right now. They want to tell you that, um, that we do have a national religion, that we are a Christian nation founded on Christianity. And you know that is bullshit. It's complete bullshit. But they, they rewrite history. They're banning books. They're telling here in Florida, a teacher is was reported to the Florida Department of Education because she showed her fifth grade class a Disney movie that for two minutes out of the almost two hours of the movie turned the spotlight on a gay character. And the fact that this little that this guy got all, you know, got all um bent out of shape when he was around his crush that he couldn't speak that he got all all fluttery for that a parent complained and the teacher who had already resigned said i'll i'll stay through the end of the school year but i can't teach anymore due to the politics she's already resigned but they were talking about bringing her up on charges we had a principal here in Florida, who was fired because a teacher showed her class a photograph of the David, the most famous sculpture in the world that happens to be of a naked male body. And so they're telling you that the the naked body done at a piece of work, as a piece of art, is dirty, it's obscene. That that you can't, um, you can't talk about uh, uh, gender identity or sexual preference or um, on any level. You can't mention that Susie has two mommies, and it used to be up until through fifth grade. Well, now thanks to the legislative session that just ended here in Florida, that's K through twelve. Do they think kids, even in fifth grade, don't know that there are gay people out there? Do they think that by the time a kid is 11, he or she doesn't know that he's not like the other kids? That maybe he likes boys? And when they can't talk about it, they're made to feel as if they're doing something wrong. That's the problem. That's interesting. Linda in the chat room says the nuns used to tell us the naked body was beautiful. They don't say that anymore. They're telling you it's dirty, that sex is dirty, that it's unnatural. And that if you get pregnant, even if it's a a rape, which is what they do in The Handmaid's Tale, that that fetus must be protected at all costs. Because it's all about the fetus. 
at least in Gilead, they cherished the life that was born. They, they put here, you're on your own. If you're in poverty, they make you have that baby. And then they tell you, you're, you're on your own. We're not going to help you. You need to raise that kid for the next 18 years. Don't say it can't happen here. It happened in the 30s. And it's happening here now. And when people do nothing in response, that's when they come in and um, take over. So uh, I don't know what I'm going to call the podcast yet. Maybe repelling Gilead or something. Uh, We'll figure it out. Feel free to, you know, give me any suggestions. All right. So a couple of things. One is I'm enjoying my smoothie of the day. It's really good. I wanted to find somebody left a, a comment on one of the shows this week, and, and I'm sad that I didn't excerpt it. I didn't pull the comment because it was so good. She gave it, I think it was a she, it might have been a he, gave it as a gift to somebody who loves it, takes it everywhere. It's handy, it's, it's, it's portable, makes great smoothies, and it's so convenient and I think it's a he. I think he gave it to his wife. And now he needs to get one for his two daughters, if I'm remembering correctly. God, I wish I had saved this comment. I'm going to have to go find it and share it with you. They really do make great gifts. It's the Blend Jet too, And now they've got this handy-dandy lid that you can get that you can put a straw in or you can drink right from it so you don't have to take the top off. They, it was the, my one complaint about the Blend Jet too, and they fixed it. So get your own. Go to BlendJet.com. Use the promo code FEEDME12. You get 12% off your order, free two-day shipping, and, um, you know, smootherize yourself to your heart's content. We do have another sponsor that I want, and I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not going to usually do commercials back-to-back, but I, 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 I went on too long about my email list problems. Um, so, you know, I, I was out earlier this week, and I was out a bit the week before. And for about three weeks now, I have been in a, what I call a spiral. Anybody who suffers from depression, who suffers from like a major depressive disorder knows exactly what I'm talking about. And I've been good. I've been good for a couple of years now, but this week or this month, it all got to me. The, the Being in Florida gets to me. And I can feel it. You know when it's coming on. If you suffer from depression, you know it. And again, I've, I've battled this demon since adolescence, so a long time now. And I've known that I was spiraling. And that's how I put it, because I, I get in this, in this spiral, and it just feeds on itself, and I get lower and lower. And for a couple of days, I really did not want to get out of bed, just not doing well. So it was perfect timing that I get presented with an offer for a new sponsor on the program called betterhelp.com betterhelp h-e-l-p.com and they do um they do counseling and it's a completely online thing look i've been in counseling on and off for years and um i've had trouble finding a therapist frankly because it's hard to get one where you are and then dealing with insurance it's just it's more hassle than it seems it, it's worth and the stress only compounds the 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 um depression and everything else so i didn't even bother trying well 
then I'm presented with better help. And I'm like, I don't do commercials for a product that I don't know and believe in. That's why I tried the blend jet before I started telling you about them. And so I'm doing a, a course of therapy with better help. And I got to tell you, the first therapist they matched me with was great. I really, really like her. Um, and I'm not an easy person in case you couldn't tell. Um, but so I've, I've had one session with her. We were supposed to have another one this week and I was in my spiral and I couldn't get the video to work. It, it was all me. Um, but she was so helpful and caring. Um, and so we, we have another session scheduled. I'm just telling you, check it out because there's an alternative. There's a way to get some help. And once in a while, technology does something good for us. So if you go to betterhelp.com slash Nicole Sandler, they'll give you 10% off, I think, on your first month, whatever it is. Um, Check it out. You don't have to sign up for anything right away. Just look at the website. A lot of great information there. Visit betterhelp.com slash Nicole Sandler today. Get 10% off your first month and try to be kind to yourself. I'm saying this as much to me as I am to you because we all need a little bit of help every now and then. And this is a place that's there to give help. So um, it's just another avenue to take care of yourself. As I, as I say it, uh, you know, to tell myself to uh, take better care of myself, to be kind to ourselves. All right. Uh, enough of that. It's time to get into some dirt or dirty Debbies, as it were. Uh, so for that, um, Howie? Are you a multinational corporation hungry for a treat? Well, come on down to Schmucky Chuckies, where you'll personally be seated by Chuck Schumer himself. So many dishes, and they're all fresh. You're going to love our Blue Dog special, the Dino Burger, because we say so. A good hamburger and french fries. And every burger comes with a side order of grits. I love grits. I love anything with corn. It's corn. All for only $50,000. Wash it all down with a dirty Debbie. Nine-tenths water, one-tenth orange juice. After a week or two, you drink this, it's 200 calories, and it's acetic. And wipe your mouth with a tissue print of Glass-Steagall. For dessert, try our DNC tarts. Little cookies, tell the quality of that. Most restaurants give you a mint, but at Schmucky Chuckies, you get complimentary. Sweet, Sweet and low. Who picks up the tab for all this? Find out now with Howie Klein of DownWithTyranny.com on The Nicole Sandler Show. Oh, hi, Howie Klein. Hello, Nicole. How are you? I'm good, thanks. And I, it was so good that you called just now. I needed a break for sure. <laughs> well, I've been what? Writing since six in the morning without, uh, without getting up. Oh, wow. What, anything in particular or a number of topics? Oh, just all sorts of stuff, mostly like under the rubric of Republicans are bad. <laughs> There's a lot of material there. So I could see how you could be writing from six in the morning to now nonstop and and still not even really get cover half of what's out there. Right. Well, you know, I, I wrote a lot about DeSantis. I wrote a lot about Trump. Now I'm writing about some of the, some of the minor characters who are also horrible. 
Oh, there are so many of them. It's, it's you know, Marge Q. I, I guess we shouldn't call her green anymore because she's divorced, as is Lauren now. Um, there's, uh, I thought this was the, the family values party. But anyway, the... the um, um, it, you know, gays have ruined their marriages. Oh, that's what it is. It's that there are yeah. gay people down their the street. Marriages are ruined by the gays. Of course. It uh, must be. Must be. I don't know what else it could be. Um, yeah. So Marge today said she's introducing articles of impeachment against Biden and the whole gang. And then yeah, really the whole gang. She is, she is pledged to introduce articles of impeachment against five people this week alone. <laughs> yeah, you go, Marge. You, you do that. See how far you get. Um, she's uh, looking for uh, co-sponsors. Oh, my God. Well, found any yet. <laughs> and then the best was, do you remember when she went to New York and, you know, shocker, people didn't like her there. They weren't nice to her in New York. Go figure. That's so surprising to me. But she got pissed off that, um, uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Congressman, was it Bowman? Jamal Bowman? Bowman, yes. Who, you know, he got in her face and he, you know, he said, she said, her, him calling me a white supremacist is like me calling a black person the N-word. Um, yeah. No, <laughs> it really isn't. Uh, you know, she is a white supremacist, but now she's saying that that phrase is like the N-word? Did I miss something? Was I, Did I miss a memo? <laughs> no. And and Bowman, but she also said she felt threatened by him. Oh, yes. Like physically. Physically and, threatened and by funny, him. I mean, I know him and I, from before he was a, even a congressman, and he was kind of, he's kind of, <laughs> I hate this, I don't mean this in a pejorative way, but Bowman is kind of a nerdy <laughs> middle school principal. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I remember having like a two-hour discussion with him on uh, the early socialist leaders of Israel. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he's threatening at all. Yeah, uh, and uh, and she is on the other hand. She <laughs> is. Any moment she could pull out a gun and shoot someone's head off. Damn straight. I mean, I remember her walking. She was. I don't. She wasn't in Congress yet. Following David Hogg. I remember that too. Survivor of the Parkland massacre, walking down the street in D.C. and berating him and harassing him and threatening him. Well, she was really trying to. Uh, to provoke him into fighting her. Yeah. She, she, I mean, I remember that video, too. She wanted a physical fight. Yeah. And, and that isn't the only time that that's happened. She has done that with a number of people. She's always trying to provoke a physical fight with men because she, and well, and with women, I've seen her do it with women, too, because she thinks that she could beat anybody up, and she wants to do that, and she wants it to be on video. Yeah. She right. wants to be attacked, and she wants to come out the winner. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Her behavior in committees is laughable. uh, Back up. It would be laughable if it weren't so sick. She just, she thinks, you know, she's watched people like AOC get the upper hand on witnesses. What she doesn't understand is they come from a place of knowledge and information. And so when they put a witness on the spot, a witness, somebody who's been doing something wrong and they question, they're, they're actually going somewhere. They're, they're, they're getting, they're going through a line of questioning to get to a point that they're trying to make. She just thinks, and Lauren Boebert does the same thing that they can harass and harangue and, 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 you know, abuse witnesses and that that's the same thing 
and and both of them just pull facts out of their asses and and you know they think that the stuff that gets said on you know newsmax is uh, conventional wisdom and they, they babble with nonsense and uh, normal people look at them like what the hell are they talking about right right I, I, it, it, you know I have the phrase I, I've used this term over and over again for years now but it's never been more real than it is now it's opposite world it's you know what's up is down everything you thought you knew you never knew it all sideways is straight ahead Facts no longer matter. Reality is now fiction. There's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, Opposite World. I had that done 10 years ago. And it's truer now. It was true then, but it's now reality. I mean, nothing makes sense. And facts don't matter. So, um, so Howie, yesterday Digby was here. Their own alternative facts, opposite world facts. That's right. That's right. It is. Alternative facts go hand in hand with opposite world. It, it, yep. Yeah. And, and the thing that I, I, I hate about it the most is that their voters appreciate it and like them. And, and that's the scary part. Because, I mean, who cares about Marjorie Trader Green? I mean, she's, she's a psychopath and you can just write it off to, you know, a mentally deranged person, which is what she is. But, but how about the people who voted for her, yeah. watched her in action for a session, and then voted for her again, her again by a lot? They're the same people who CNN brought in to be at that thing they called a town hall, cheering on Donald Trump's lies. Yep. It, it, that was astounding to me. I was just that I, 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 well, I watched as long as I could. And again, I've been fighting demons in my head and I, 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 I'm trying to take care of myself. And I finally looked at David and I said, either we turn this off now or I'm going inside. I can't take this anymore. He said, oh, just a few more minutes. I picked up my shit. I said, all right, I'm going inside. When you've had enough, tell me and I'll come back in. It, it, it just, no, it, 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 it's just, you, you just, how can you argue with someone who looks you in the eye and states, Complete lies as fact, and when you challenge them on it, they they say you're a nasty person. <laughs> Whatever he said, I, 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 you can't debate somebody who won't agree to the basic ground rules, the gr- basic facts. Yep, that's. I can't wait to see Trump and uh, and Biden. Oh God. <laughs> That even happens. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I do, I I do not think there will be a debate if. If those are the two candidates come uh, November 2024. And that's still a long way off. Anything can happen between now and then. Although I don't think Ron DeSantis can be the can be the uh, uh, nominee. But I guess, you know, he's not being put off by his really shitty polling numbers. Um, He's going, you know, apparently he did a he had a a call with donors today because that's what you do if you're going to run for president and, and said he's jumping in next week. He's getting in the race. Well, I, I mean, you have I mean, it, he must be thinking on on one level that he wants to be there in case Trump falters mm-hmm. which Trump do at any time. So he wants to be the one. You know, um, did you see that thing that John Cornyn said today, the senior senator from Texas? No. 
he 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 did a press conference of, on on the phone, and someone asked him, uh, you know, if he thought that the CNN thing might have hurt Trump, or or if he he thought worse of Trump after seeing the CNN thing. Yeah, and he and what he said was basically was that Trump can't win an election. He can win a primary, but he can't win a general election because he doesn't reach out beyond the MAGA base. And as he was saying that, I was thinking, okay, that's true. But who can among Republicans who reaches out beyond the MAGA base? Certainly not Ron DeSantis. I mean, he is every bit as bad as Trump. I mean, does he reach out? To, I mean, he's worse he, with his, you know, he, he, I mean, Trump at least doesn't want to, uh, at least says he doesn't want to wreck Social Security. Right. Trump at least uh, isn't saying he wants a six-week abortion ban. I mean, in some ways, DeSantis is worse than Trump. Oh, he is. Well, DeSantis is a fascist. Trump is just insane. Trump is a Trump is a is Trump is he, a ten-year-old you know, kid. He is. He's just him, a liar, uh, a, right? Sociopath. But, right. DeSantis is a classic fascist. He That's is right. uh, Mussolini. Yeah. Oh yeah. Whereas Trump is just a uh, you know a, an individual psychopath that's right a sociopath he's a, a just a bad man a liar a con man a thief um you know this is the other thing we talked about yesterday he is the antichrist this coming from the you know the atheist jew over here who when they were calling obama the antichrist i'm going what the hell are they talking about but in their story about how we're going to be raptured and all that stuff there's an antichrist well that's donald trump Okay, you won't get an argument from me about that. <laughs> no, I mean so that's when that's when it starts, you know, kind of freaking me out a little bit. Um, the whole thing freaks me out. I am really thinking about where the hell I can go if he were to get in again, and I don't know that there's anywhere in the world. Well, you know the world better than most of us because you've traveled everywhere, Howie. If you could escape, if if Trump gets in again, and you're like given a plane ticket to anywhere you want to go, where would you go? Well, it's a good question. I mean, it did happen to me last time uh, when Nixon uh, became ah. president. I, I, I left the country for almost seven years, and I traveled around the world, but I, I settled down in Amsterdam for four years. Mm. And, uh, you know, that's a good place, ah, although it's I cold. It. It's cold. That's the problem. Yeah. 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 So, you know, uh, you know, it's very, it's, you know, after seven years of being away, I really wanted to come back to America. I wanted my homeland back. And, and I usually travel for uh, a month at a time. And, and uh, with a lot of places, when you, when you go to them, after even a month is, it, it gets to be a little bit long. Uh, you know, even in like, great places like Paris, um, um, you know, after, a month was fine, but I didn't want to stay more than that. A lot of my friends do. And, but, and Thailand is another place. I mean, huh? Thailand I've been to so many times. I was just there a few weeks right. ago. And um, again, after after a month, I start thinking, eh, I want to go home. But at one point, I almost bought a house in Thailand. I was really thinking about buying a house. And then when I thought more about it, I thought, you know, I can come here anytime I want, stay for as long as I want. And if I have a house, it's going to sort of weigh, down, weigh me down and I'll always have to go there instead of going to other places. So, you know, but back to your question, if, if, if Trump becomes president again, you know, I mean, you can move to New Zealand. Everyone says everyone who goes there says it's really nice. Um, and Crowded House is from New Zealand, so it can't be all bad. 
Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, I know. I'm being, I'm making a joke. I love Crowded House. The Finn Brothers, I'm, I'm all in. Yeah. But um, I don't know, to move. I mean, would you, ha- would you, would, do you, would you have to, would you want to move to like, um, you know, a country that's not like industrialized? Would, you know what? Would you have to if move it was to like a European kind of country. Yeah, or, see, or... I don't know. And, and frankly, I'm not that well traveled. Here's here's something embarrassing to admit. I've never been to Europe. Yeah. Well, whatever you do, I I wouldn't move right away. I would go to the place first <laughs> and 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 try to get uh, try to get a vibe yeah. and see and see what you think. Uh, I mean, some of my friends have moved have moved um, while Trump was in, in office and live in other countries now and don't want to come back. Yeah. Oh, you you're on the same. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yes. yeah, I'm not anymore. I'm not anymore. What? No, did they? No, did you leave? Oh, I left. Oh, you didn't see the the events of the last few days. The no, guy, no, no. the guy me, who runs the talk, list. Talk about the whole thing. It's interesting. I, the guy who runs the list lost his mind. I think. I really think he's he's um, demented. I think he's got dementia. Um, and uh, it, it, you know, he just got really nasty and ugly, and 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 I left. Yeah, so I didn't. See- any of that. Oh. I saw you fighting with, uh, what's his name, the guy who, who, yes. who lives in Paris now. Yes, that's who I'm talking about. Springsteen. Yes. <laughs> so what, can, did you feel like uh, talking about that or not? Oh, I did. I told the whole story at the beginning, so I really didn't want to go in there again. My whole point, just so you know, it wasn't about Springsteen. It's the fact that this guy thinks that he can, that his opinion is fact and the only thing that matters. He's very much like the former guy. He's a narcissist. And he thinks that his shit doesn't stink and that he can make a pronouncement. And his pronouncement was Springsteen sucks. He's a shitty guitar player. He's a shitty singer. He's a shitty songwriter. His his music sucks. And my point was, it doesn't suck. You don't like it. Say you don't like it. That's fine. But don't say his music sucks. You're going to prove millions of people around the world wrong. We're wrong because we like this because the music speaks to us. It doesn't to you. That's your that's your prerogative. But he wouldn't go there. Very, very minority. Oh, my God. And it was like, I gave you empirical proof of why his music sucks and you didn't tell me anything. Like, I don't have to tell you anything. Your opinion is your opinion. And then um, then he got into the personal shit and started saying shit about me and and said, my husband is a loser. I'm telling you, the man has lost his marbles. That was the point when I, I, I stopped following the, the thread when he said that. That was and, the last thing I read. And, then and that's when I, I left. That, you know, he kept going on, but I didn't read anything after that. Yeah. And that's when I told him he's lost his mind and he can go fuck himself. And I left the he's list. The, uh, the moderator of that. Uh, no, but it's, it's his list. It is? Yes. I thought it was, it was Tom, Tom's he, list. Tom's the moderator. It's yeah. Guy's list. Oh. Yeah. So, you know what? I've already been dealing with spirals and depression. I don't need this this, you know, this this narcissist telling me that his opinion's the only thing that matters. I wanted him to admit that it's an opinion and that my opinion is as valid as his. But I think he thinks cuz he's got millions of dollars, his opinion is worth more. <laughs> And and he's also a philanthropist. So he says. <laughs> so he says. You know, I my whole thing is, 
how about supporting progressive media? To which he said, I gave $500,000 to Russ Baker. Okay, great. Maybe you should have given him a little less and spread the wealth around to so (laughs) many outlets who really need the help. Whatever. To Russ Baker, I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. Okay, good for you. Hey, more power to you. Uh, and, and when he said, I, w- I was a mediocre guitar player at best, and I'm better than Springsteen. And I oh, wrote yeah. back, LOL. And he said, I don't understand what the LOL means in relation to that. It's like, just go away. Oy. Yeah. So, so you quit. So you're not so on I, nothing I'm not, anymore. You're just no, temporarily. I, I uh, left. Not- I left. I quit. You know, the other part of it is I'm seeing these other people sucking up to him instead of them saying hey guy back off you're wrong here i didn't see that maybe maybe it happened after i left but you know what yeah I, and uh, by the way people must be like thinking what the hell are they talking about and why <laughs> and the reason uh, actually is because this guy that we're talking about whose name is guy uh it moved to paris yes or France. I, yes. I don't know where he lives. It's somewhere in France. Oh, well, in he's in he Paris, even... but he has a castle somewhere. Nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you know where he made his money? As a civil rights attorney. So he got lucky. He caught a good case and, and made a fortune. Good for him. But he's acting like one of those Republican billionaires. Like, I have money, so my opinion is worth more than yours. So anyway... Anyway, um, I, I have a new podcast I'm starting, Howie. The, the one of uh, women in music? No, that's, that's the, the whole, the, the women who rock, that's happening. This actually will be one of the podcasts offered by women who rock because we're starting a whole network. But I'm oh. reading, based on what is happening in this country today, I am reading The Handmaid's Tale. That's the that's the podcast. I'm reading the book and, of course, commenting on it because people say, oh, that can't happen here. It absolutely can happen here. And it's happening here. Well, especially in Florida, especially in Florida. So I started recording it this morning. I'm going to do a chapter at a time. And the chapters are short. So some days the uh, podcast will be, you know, three or four chapters. Um, and hopefully I can launch it in the next week or so. Um, wow. But that's what I'm doing uh, because I think right give me now. An example. Like, give me an example. You'll read a paragraph and then comment on the paragraph. No, I'll read, just, I'll, just read through. I'll read through. And if something comes up, maybe at the end, like before I start the reading of the episode, I'll, I'll do some commentary and then I'll go in and read a couple of chapters. And then I will, then I will, uh, you know, have some commentary at the end about how this is happening now. I will bring it back to today and how they say, well, that can't happen here. Well, it happened. It happened in the 30s and it's happening now. The fact that more states in this country than not, more states abortion um, is prohibited, that, that there are laws like six or 10 week abortion bans. I saw a map the other day and the majority of the country was Red, all these states, if you're a woman and you get pregnant, basically you're fucked. Well, you know you were fucked, but you're fucked in a bad way, not in a good way. Right. So you can go, you, know, you have to go to uh, the West Coast or the East Coast. Basically. If you can, if you can. And not every woman can. Now, think about it. A lot of women who, who need abortion say they were, you know, they've got a husband who is, you know, a guy like 
guy who demands my way or the highway. And and um and and uh, so um sorry, I looked at the chat room and someone said no sound on YouTube. Ron, I think it's just your computer because I think everyone else still has sound. Um the if there are there was a woman who testified before one of the committees last week who said um she lives in the middle of Texas. She had a problem and no doctor would help her. The fetus died or was whatever. She had to go into sepsis before a doctor would treat her. She said there they someone did tell her she could fly out of state and she's like no I can't. If I develop sepsis I can die within an hour. I'm more than an hour away from anywhere where a doctor will help me. This is 2023 United States of America. So, yeah. Well, Texas. Well, Texas, yes. But now <clears throat> it's also Florida. It's also, look on this map, after the other day when uh, the, the, the North Carolina legislator, the Democrat who... Um, it was elected as a Democrat and then decided to become the the supermajority type, the supermajority vote for the Republicans who made it possible to override the governor's veto of their law against abortion. Um, she was strongly, uh, strongly pro-choice as a candidate. Was she? Oh, my God. Yeah. Then why was she a Democrat and why did people vote for her? I see. I don't get it. But she was pro-choice. She was a real Democrat. She, oh, and she was pro-choice. She got in a, oh, my God. She got in a fight with one of the Democrats, and she got, you know, her nose bent out of shape, and she decided she would just be a Republican. So it wasn't, it wasn't even an ideological thing. I thought it was. I thought you were saying pro-life, because it. It, didn't, it didn't register with me when you said she was pro-choice. She's pro-choice, and she voted to do this? She was pro-choice. She obviously doesn't have strong feelings about anything. I mean, she's now, you know, she, she's voting party line for, for all that the Republicans tell her to vote for. Par- partially, you know, she, she came from a very, she's in a very, very blue district. She's not in a swing district. It's a really blue district. She has no chance of being reelected there, but the Republicans told her they will uh, redistrict it and make it a red district for her. Oh, my but she has to. She has to follow all of their uh, bullshit to, for oh them to do that. God. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. horrible. And, I yeah. mean, people in the chat room, I was talking about her earlier, and they're going, how much was she paid? I mean, what? How, how can you do that? I, I just. The way she was paid, and I mean, they give, didn't give her cash as far as I know, but she was paid in, in her being able to stay in the legislature. She, you know, she couldn't stay in the legislature and join the Republican Party in that district. Right. So now she's going to they're run gonna that read, district, but they're going to Democratic it voters, and they're bringing in instead uh, Republican precincts. Oh so my that's God! She's going to. Uh, uh, that's her payment. It's just disgusting. Hey, Howie, there's one thing I, I threatened to ask you about, and I have to before we run out of time. So Digby was on yesterday. Jackie was in the chat room. We were talking about Diane Feinstein. Oh my God! Telling a reporter. You either know or you don't know. I was here all along. What are you talking about? Oh, my God. And and Jackie said that you knew Harvey Milk pretty well, and you knew what Harvey Milk really thought of Dianne Feinstein. Right. I, I did. I knew, I, I knew Harvey very well and spent a lot of time with him uh, in, his, uh, in his camera shop, in the back of his camera shop. And he hated her. He really, really hated her. He hated her more than he, he hated the guy... Uh, Dan White, who, uh, who killed him, killed him. exactly. Uh, and he would come back from um, 
sometimes I would I would watch the uh, the camera shop when when he was um, at the city at the uh, board of supervisors meetings, and he would come back, and he would be all uptight, and you know invariably he would be cursing her. Back in those days in San Francisco, she was considered a a, a, a dino. Uh, she was a Democrat in name only. She represented the wealthy business yep. establishment in San Francisco, but she was, but she was, you know, so-called a Democrat. Yeah. And no one really thought she was. Um, and uh, and now, as I think it's come out that she, of course, obviously she's not a senator. Now. She's a senator in name. Yep. I mean, she's not just a Democrat in name only. She's a senator, senator in, in name, name only. only. And the person who's actually running the show is Nancy Pelosi's daughter. Yes, Nancy Pelosi's daughter is there pushing her around in the wheelchair trying to keep a low profile. But this is Nancy Pelosi's oldest daughter, who I didn't even know existed, but apparently good friend of Dianne Feinstein's, as is Nancy. And Nancy wants to hold this seat, wants Dianne to stay in the seat so that her Adam Schiff guy can go into the Senate and I, I, you know, it, it, she doesn't want Gavin Newsom to appoint somebody because she wants her person to get in. Right. Well, presumably uh, Newsom would, would uh, appoint somebody who, who would agree um, to not run. Uh, not, people say, oh, Gavin Newsom is going to appoint Barbara Lee. He, he isn't going to do that. Hmm. I mean, that would just be it's not Gavin Newsom. To, he wouldn't do that kind huh. of thing. Okay. So he would he would appoint a, a caretaker. Presumably a black woman, like right. he said he would, but it's not going to be Barbara Lee that he appoints. Okay. So, um, and but but Nancy Pelosi is very happy calling the shots through her daughter. I mean, Nancy Pelosi is the only person I've ever ever heard of who has a con- uh, who has two seats, one in the Senate and one in the House. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Yeah. You know. And and so. It's so frustrating. This is why I get depressed, because here we are trying to, you know, get this country back on track. And we got Democrats working against us as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, my opinion was that uh, Dianne Feinstein never should have been a senator to begin with. And uh, and she's a terrible senator. And people, you know, are are upset because, you know, she's an elderly woman and they feel like she's being discriminated against. The fact of the matter is, is that this this woman should have been in prison. uh, There's no one who has um, used their office worse than she has to enrich herself. She's she's been doing that for her entire career, even back when she was in the uh, the, in the city. uh, Well, it wasn't the city council. I mean, San Francisco city and, and San Francisco county are identical they're the same exact thing so the board of supervisors is is both uh the city council and the uh, um and the and the county council right anyway but you know and since then she's been uh uh, you know using her office to to get her make herself and her husband rich and and you know if you're a senator you can get away with that kind of stuff and she has gotten away with it and it's, it's catching up with her now, and people want to celebrate her as, like, you know, the, this great, uh, uh, you know, wonderful senator. And you're going to hear lots and lots of that over the next however long she survives. And, you know, don't buy the, don't buy the bullshit. You know, Nancy Pelosi will be leading the charge, yeah. and it, it's all bullshit. She's, she was a horrible, horrible senator, one of the most conservative um, Democrats in, in the Senate. 
And now oh, she's got dementia. She doesn't know where she is. She doesn't know that she was out for three months with shingles. And now we hear she had encephalitis and some other thing that affected her face. I mean, she just needs to go home. The selfishness is astounding. And you know what? I loved Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Adored her. I revere her. I think she was brilliant. But she fucked us over. Big time by not retiring. She'd already had cancer. She had pro- she had um, uh, pancreatic cancer. For God's sake, you don't you don't survive that. And she still didn't step down while Obama could have gotten her replacement in there. And thus we wound up with Donald Trump and these three squatters on the Supreme Court. Yep. So least, we don't I mean, learn thing with. Uh... With Ruth Bader Ginsburg, there was at least I didn't think that there was anything wrong with her mind the whole time. No, there wasn't. You know, it was a different kind of thing That's right. than it was with um, Feinstein. Feinstein can't do her job. Right. At least uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was Did doing her job. Her job. Exactly. You know, she made a, she made a bad strategic error, but uh, you know she was, she was still uh, mentally uh, agile. Absolutely. Hasn't been mentally agile in, as far as I know, in, in in four or five years, but maybe maybe longer than that. I mean, she literally goes up to people who she knows and doesn't know who their name, doesn't you know other members of Congress from California who she's known for years, and then gets their name wrong and doesn't know doesn't know who she's talking to, or thinks that she's never met them. Um, you know, what are you going to do? Something. So we're, we're not going to do anything, but somebody should do something. Because, somebody. Right. Who? I, that's, and that's the question. That is the $64 million question. Who? Yep. Who? Um, well, no but, one. I mean, not, I mean, no one can say anything because, uh, you know, Pelosi will uh, go on the attack against them immediately. Right. And then uh, uh, one last thing, you got Bernie Sanders and Tina Smith, who knew, leading the charge for Biden to just take the 14th Amendment and tell Kevin McCarthy and the rest of those idiots in the House to shove their uh, debt ceiling up their asses and and do away with it. Right. The last thing that you just said is the most important. Do away with it. Yep. Like, in other words, if Biden were to do this, it wouldn't just be or if, if he did it right, it wouldn't just be something for today and, right. and for this particular cycle. It would be forever, That's and right. they would never be able to do this again. Yep. That's what Biden should do. And, and it, if he did, guess what? Biden would go down as actually a good president, <laughs> but of course he won't. Well, he won't do it, and he won't go down as a good president. Yeah, well, uh, Bernie um, read out the list of there are 11 of them, him, Tina Smith, and nine others who signed this letter those are the 11. Elizabeth Warren and uh, Ed Markey and uh, Jeff Merkley. Mm-hmm. They were the originals. And yep. then now other people are coming on, on board. Right. Um, those are the ones we should be thanking. And, and those are the people who we should be turning to because they're the only ones willing to do what needs to be done to move us forward. Instead of, you know, Dick Durbin, I want to I want to smack him sometimes. He's, he's a conservative Democrat. Yep. 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 He, he pretends sometimes, but, you know, in the end, he's, he's still going to always be a conservative. Yep. Yep. I hear you. Uh, and, and, and so it goes. And here we go. Another day, another week. Uh, 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 and that's why I'm thinking, where can I go if, if Trump gets back, <laughs> back in? That again. Yeah. Go maybe make up with Guy and live in his castle. When yeah, that, <laughs> that's not going to happen. I, 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 I deal with Trump before I deal with that man. Um, right. Yeah. 
Anyway, Howie Klein, always a pleasure. Find Howie at downwithtyranny.com. When you're there, go to put a slash Blue America Pack and check out all the candidates that uh, that Blue America is already supporting for 2024. I say it every two years. This is the most important election in our lifetimes. And it's every time it's true. Yep. Yep. Last night, I, I you know, in, as part of the, um, the vetting process, I went out with a, uh, a young guy who's running for uh, Congress from Orange County uh, named Pai, P-A-I. He, uh, was, he, was originally, he was born in India, but he came here when he was, you know, I don't know, five or six years old. So he's... he's just completely American mm-hmm. and very, you know, really, really smart guy, uh, you know, well-educated and, and really, really thoughtful. And I kept thinking, wow, he's, he's reminding me, not just cause he's, they're both Indian, but just because of the way they think he was really reminding me a lot of, uh, Ro Khanna. Hmm. Um, so anyway, you know, we haven't endorsed him yet, but it's, I, I think it's just a little bit down the road. Gotcha. Okay. Well, um, uh, I'm glad. I, I'm glad to have you on the on the beat there, so that we know that there are still, you know, good candidates worth supporting who will do the correct things. Um, not many, but there are not some. Many. Yeah. As far as the Senate goes, there's only one, and and you've already met him, and that's Lucas Kuntz. Yep. Yep. Kuntz. <laughs> Lucas Kuntz from uh, uh, Missouri. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, tomorrow on the program, Marcy Wheeler. It's another uh, Friday with Empty Wheels. So she'll fill us in on the Durham report, you know, the oranges of the investigation. Finally, we have the answer to that and everything else that's going on in, in the legal world. Um, Howie Klein, as always, thank you. Thank you. See All you right. next week. Okay. Bye-bye. Uh, there you go. Howie Klein, again, downwithtyranny.com and go to the Blue America page and help if you can. Everything is everything is on the line right now. Everything. All right. We're done. Uh, they're suing Biden and Yellen. Who can choose not to appeal? Okay. I, I, I got I, I, yeah. All right. Um, all right. With that, we're done. I, I'm going to go. We'll be here tomorrow. Marcy Wheeler. You know not to miss it. And get here early because we have Marcy for the whole hour. And as usual, we're going to tape in the morning. So I'll hang with you guys in the chat room during the show. Okay. Uh, As always, thank you for listening. Thanks for putting up with my shit today and my, you know, stupid mailing list feuds and, you know, just, just, I will fight. (laughs) We'll argue with you. If you come at me and present an opinion as fact, and I know that it's not a fact, I will challenge you on it. It's what I do. And especially if you're going to say Springsteen's music sucks. You know, you probably, he probably likes Kenny Chesney, you know, sorry. We all have different tastes. I'm not even going to tell you that Kenny Chesney sucks. I wouldn't know because I don't listen to his music. I will just say it's not my taste in music. You enjoy you. I'll enjoy what I like. And can't we all just get along? But apparently some people can't. All right. With that, we're done. Thank you for listening, everybody. Hasta mañana. Later.